welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be here. Thanks for being on. So um, I'd love for you to start by letting viewers and listeners know who you are, the company that you work with, and how you help small businesses, and particularly restaurants. So my name is Michelle Hill. I work for Western Food Safety. I'm the president and CEO. Our company is mainly there as a resource to the food service industry. So restaurants are our main client, um, but we do offer services to say a gas station or a school or nursing home, prisons, anywhere that serves food. And we provide training and consulting for them. Mainly the food safety management certification, food handler cards, alcohol service training, allergen training, inspections, just basically everything that is um, covered in the compliance side of, of the restaurant or the food service industry. So when do restaurants generally engage with you? Is it typically new restaurants before they're opening? Is it existing restaurants that just need more training or all of the above? All of the above. So we will definitely get, um, say, from just the person who wants to start a food truck or um, a cookie business to a restaurant that's opening 20 locations, we'll get that first call. You know, we're usually on a smaller scale. They're like, what do we do? Can you help us? Whereas a person that owns, say, 20 or more, they know exactly what they're doing. And they say, okay, we've got to get our alcohol, our bartenders done with the alcohol service training we need our managers with their food safety certification and we need all of our food handlers done tell us how much it's going to be how can you help us where do we start and then we also have restaurants and companies that have been business for a while come to us and say hey we need this person certified with this or this one's coming up um, with that certification or what do you think about this new law that's passed and then we help them to stay on track so we're there for all parts of that. That's awesome. Um, what, so for, for um, people that don't know, what things are restaurants required to do that you assist them with, right? So what, what kind of goes on behind the scenes from what Western Food Safety is helping with that is really, you know, law? So it does depend on the state. So if we're talking just California, then every restaurant or every location that serves food, and that can be as minimal as ice, they consider ice food, is required to have a food safety management certification. So that's one per establishment. Now, there's a kind of a, a weird gray area that says, is it one per establishment for somebody on duty or is it one for the actual establishment? It could be an owner that's never even there. That's kind of a fine line, but the law really states it's really only one per establishment. We encourage to do more just because we really believe in food safety and having someone on duty at all times. So that's on the management level. Then for the employee level, everybody has to have a food handler card. That's anybody who does not have a management certification. And that's basically it when it comes to the certifications and requirement. Alcohol service training is done on a county specific um, requirements. So San Diego County, there are some cities within San Diego County that are requiring alcohol service training. That's an emerging um, topic that's coming up and a requirement that will be happening a lot in the next couple of years. So we really are encouraging a lot of clients to get alcohol trained and certified yep. since that's going to happen, you know, within months to a year from now. How much of what you're doing are, um, are things where these 
businesses and restaurants need to actually provide proof that they've gone through this versus they're just supposed to get it done. And if it's found out they didn't get, get it done, they're in trouble. For sure. Yeah. So the health department visit is the big one. That's yeah. what everybody's afraid of. We get calls all the time saying, my health inspectors do any day and I don't have my certification. What do I do? And obviously, we have, well, you you know, you, if it's already expired, you probably should have it. Yeah. Um, but that's who checks it is the health department. So yeah. they usually come a couple of times a year. It's usually a surprise. Sometimes you can kind of get the hint if you know that they're kind of do, you know, prepare yourself. But they're going to come in and say, where is your food safety management certification? Where are your food handler cards? And we really encourage them to have your food manager certification on the wall and then have a binder with all your food handler cards in there so that you can be like, here I am, I'm ready to go. You know, and having our kind of training, we're there as a support for our clients. So if they ever say, oh, I know they're coming soon. I know I did my certification. Where's my certificate? I am working all the time. I'll be up at you know, 10 o'clock at night and the guy's panicking for the next day. And I'll, I'll get it for you. I'll send it to you because he can't find it because I can download and pull them and send them. So we're there as a support for the clients because when that health department comes, it's a scramble. Yeah. How often are laws changing? I know it sounds complicated in the sense that state by state, sometimes county by county. I would imagine a big part of what you're doing is really just uh, staying on top of, of the different laws and informing your clients of what's changed. Yeah. Uh, tell, tell me a little bit about that. So um, the FDA food code is what, um, well, it's, that's a big part of how the law changes and also the information changes. Uh, and that honestly changes every couple of years. Um, the food safety management certification has been around for a long time and that's pretty much stayed the same. The food handler, that changed recently. So yeah, it, it is something we've got to stay on top of. Um, the Restaurant Association is really great for information for that. They're an amazing tool and resource. And obviously we have to just keep up with the research ourselves and just make sure that we're staying on top of that. So our, we don't want to have all the wrong information when clients call. And we also want to help set them up to be successful ahead of time and warn them yeah. when things are changing. And that's yeah. the social media. That's where the social media comes in and the emails go out with information and all of that. Yeah. So, um, Tell me a little bit about what, what are the most, either the most challenging thing or things about um, what you guys are doing at, at Western Food Safety or, or maybe about your specific role? So in regards to like my role, I'm kind of the, um, I wear all hats here. Uh, we really had to become a much smaller business because of COVID. So for me personally, I, you know, I work at home, it's COVID, I'm also pregnant, so it's just a whole lot to balance. So every day I'm tackling things from like accounting to the website, social media, you know, to, to just answering the phone, all that. So that's definitely been a big change. But you got a kid running around to take care of. Yeah, kids, you know, being a stay-at-home mom and cat in the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I want. That's the whole reason I actually created Western Food Safety is because I wanted to be at home with my kids, but then I also just love, I love being a business owner. So yeah, it comes with challenges. And then in regards to the business itself, um, it's just been a real change in becoming more of a support for our clients since COVID happened. So just making sure that we're keeping them safe and that we're 
providing them with more options for taking these exams. So it used to be where you're just coming to a class and you're sitting there and taking your exam. And now we have a whole platform that allows them to take it online. And so just staying, staying current and staying relevant and then also just answering questions, you know, people panicking, reopening, what do I need? What kind of disinfectant do I need? You know, how often should I be wiping down the tables? And, you know, do I need to have a divider here? And just questions like that, I'm wanting to be here yeah. for them. Yeah. Um, where do you see the restaurant industry changing in the coming years with everything that's happened? Do you see, I think we've seen a lot of little changes um, and some big changes, but do you see ultimately things kind of going back to the way that they were eventually, or do you see permanent changes? And if so, what do you think those are? Um, it, I, in regards to how the customer perceives it, I think that will it'll go back to being very similar to how it was before. I hope that for, for restaurants, because that's the experience that customers want and restaurants kind of want that as well. They want to get back to just the norm. I do see... I think there'll be some more changes in regulation in regards to not just food safety, but just safety in the restaurant. Yeah. I think that that's something that I'll, we'll see some changes on. Mm -hmm. Just more cleaning, more requirements with cleaning and more training with cleaning. Yeah. Uh, that's that's going to affect the food safety side and affect just in general, the health of the employees and the customers. But I, I just see it. Yeah, I do see it going back to the way it was before. I don't feel that 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 will be something that will change permanently. Interesting. I, I tend to agree with you. I think there's there's certainly, uh, you know, in our business, in the payments and technology business, there's so much new technology um, that's available because of COVID. A lot of things are going contactless and um, different ways to pay digitally. And, uh, you know, our customers aren't as concerned about it as most people would think. It's like, we'll bring every tool under the sun for a business to never even have to come into contact with their customer, but they're craving that contact with their customer. Yeah. And totally. I think truthfully, most customers are too. Yeah. I think it's great. I do. I do. When you're touching on the payment side, I, I have loved some of the new concepts in regards to just being able to pay on your phone, yep. and know your table number. Yep to, you know, to just contactless payment. I think that's pretty neat to be able to have those options. And I think those will definitely and should be continued moving forward. I think so. Just, just with technology in general, people love that, you yeah. know, they have that convenience. I would agree. Um, how did you get into this, this industry and, the, and this business in general? Like what was, what was kind of the, the turning point that led you down this path? Okay, so yeah, I'm going to try and shorten the story because it goes back to, to 2004, but I actually um, started working with another family member, um, actually my ex-husband's mom, and she owned an HR company, and I started working with her and created the, the food safety division as a part of her HR company, and it was just that I was simply working in a restaurant. I was in college working in a restaurant. I saw the need for the more of the convenience of the signing up for a class rather than the, the classes were already out there this management certification already existed but i love the technology side of it the convenience the ease of registration 
And I also went to a class being in the food service industry and it really was just quite boring. And I really just wanted to create something that was fun, engaging, and also really easy to sign up. So that's just kind of the division I, I built off of that company. And then I branched away from that company in 2011 and I just haven't gone back. I've just really, I've really enjoyed it. It's been 17 years and I still don't want to stop. You just yeah. keep evolving it, keep making it more relevant. And I just love that industry and the type of people in the industry. Oh, I couldn't agree more. There's something about working hand in hand with, with small business owners and local operators and hearing their stories and just being even playing a small part in their success. Yes, absolutely. It's it's so rewarding. It is. And and that comes down to like the other rewarding part of it. I mean it's just even if it's just helping a small mom and pop restaurant that, you know, has one location to helping a, a new franchise open, the rewarding aspect of pulling everything together and them just like the this is awesome. Everybody loved this class or, you know, this was so easy. I'm so glad it was such a hurdle. I thought I had to get over, you know, it just, you know, it's, it's so rewarding. Yeah. I I think a lot of people don't realize that the, the local restaurants that they like going to, there's many of them have such a, a great story. And, and as you know, once you start really getting to know them and, and, um, partnering with these organizations, you learn, so many things that just give you a, a a different viewpoint, right? Like the the local Mexican restaurant that you like going to every week, the the owners put up every single penny of their savings to make this thing work, and they're putting blood, sweat, and tears into this thing, right? Yeah. Those are the stories that most people don't completely understand, and and um, it's expensive to run a restaurant. It's expensive to open a restaurant. Um, the margins are thin and it ends up becoming just such a labor of love. And these, these uh, restaurateurs specifically, um, they're so passionate about what they're doing. And what you see when you meet with these restaurateurs is they're, for, the, for most of them, their number one concern is that guest experience. They love making their customers happy and giving them an experience and they've invested their lives to do it. So it's, it's just such a rewarding industry to support. I totally agree. There's always a unique conversation every day with a restaurateur. And that's a huge part of just loving this job is being able to talk to them and hear those stories, whether it's a story from the startup or a story of something that happened a week before. Yes. They're just great. It's great yeah. story. I love well, it. And the other thing that people don't see is most of these restaurateurs, the, what you see when you go to a restaurant, if you know the owner, they're the, the, you see the glamorous part, right? Yeah. When they're talking to customers or they're serving a drink or they're making food. And that's why a lot of people have this idea, oh, I'd love to own a restaurant someday. But what they don't see is before that restaurant opens, their hands are dirty. They're fixing a refrigerator. They're replacing uh, you know, shifts from employees that can't make it that day. Or I mean, there's so many moving parts and so many fires to put out in a restaurant environment. It's, it is a lot of a lot of work. Absolutely. Totally agree. And yeah, hearing it all and seeing it all, it's, it's a lot of passion. It takes a lot. It is. Um, So let's, um, let's, let's finish with this question, which is, you know, take yourself back in time to when you're, you know, in your early twenties, say, for example, Um, knowing what you know now, what advice would you give to yourself? 
you're young. I would have, yeah, I would have uh, finished college at that point instead of doing it when I turned 30. <laughs> so yeah, that would be like, the big one. Uh, I decided I started the business and then waited until I was like 10 years in before I decided that I should probably finish school. And I did it for all the wrong reasons, just purely to do it because I felt that I need to do it to earn some kind of like some kind of credential that made me look more valuable when really I, I you know, I'd already created something that was working. So it was a lot doing it. I had two kids at the time, two toddlers and it was um, going back to school. So I would definitely say if you if you do want to go to school, nobody has to. I don't even know if I really even use everything I learned. But if you do, then I would say for sure, get it done before you have kids and before you start your business, because it's a lot to yeah. do that all. Yeah. yeah, we could we could do a, a whole different podcast on uh, should you go to college. We'll save that if we, uh, yeah. if we do part two. For sure. <laughs> awesome, Michelle. It was great to have you on, and um, I appreciate you being such a, a strong proponent of local businesses and restaurants. And for those that want to find you or reach out to you, where's where's the best place they can do that? So westernfoodsafety.com is the best place to find us. You can contact us through that website. You can always give us a call, 866-920-6456. I'm always available. I work all day long into the evening. I pride myself on being able to get back to you, you know, really quickly, whether it's day or night. So I love that. Thanks, Michelle. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me.